I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Warning, this podcast contains strong opinions, rants, words, and complete and utter honesty. But that's not going to stop you, is it? Hello and welcome back to Loose Lips. Hello everybody, it's the top of the week. Top of the morning here. I am Louisa Zisman. And I'm Anna Williamson. And each and every Monday we are here bringing you our opinions on the big stories of the week. We've got some good ones this week, Anna. Oh, we certainly have. We've been trawling. The stuff that's been, yeah, making everybody talk. The stuff that people have been getting opinionated on. Um, it's very exciting. And of course... It can't be loose lips without Zisman having a rant. Very much looking forward to what that's going to be. This week, find out what made Louisa say this. People are like, oh, it bothers you so much. I'm like, it doesn't bother me. I just think you're a twat. And what made Anna say this. What the hell are you exactly. doing photographing my son? But we've had some emails come in um, this week. Thank you so much to everyone that's been emailing in and commenting on our podcast. Um, it's looselipspod at gmail.com if you want to say anything to us. And of course, on our socials as well, it's at Louisa Zisman and at Life Coaching by Anna. Um, thank you for everyone that has been rating as well. And We love the rating. We do. Although, what about that one geezer? Oh, yeah, that one bloke. We got. We have to find that. There's we have to find it before the end. I think it's on our WhatsApp chat. Actually, we got an interesting. Yeah, we have some interesting comments. Thanks to everyone that's rating. But it's loose. We last are week, loving like, the reviews. <laughs> last week, when you were like, if you're not going to give us a five, quite frankly, don't bother. Don't bother. But this man, he bothered. He did bother. He bothered to listen and hate it. And, and then us. he bothered to waste his time. Do you know what he reminds me of? Go on. A Daily Mail commenter. Commentator. Comment? No, it's no, not a commentator. commentator. Oh, commentator. Comment. It's commentator. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what he reminds me of. Those fuckwits that spend their time trawling through the Daily Mail, hating their own lives, and being so jealous of everybody else's life. Then they take the even more time to comment on it, which is just ridiculous. Exactly. People always say that I've got a head. <laughs> I obviously <laughs> have a head. <laughs> <laughs> they say I've got a small head, like microcephaly head, and oh that I've got a God. big nose. Right, you do not have a small head. You I know do I do. I have a pea head. Look how look at me. Yeah, you look. I very... have an abnormally small head. It's fine. I'm used to it now. There's a big brain in that small head, Anna. I, oh, well, I know that, darling. But yeah, you get. But you get shit for it. People then you say they they're rude. And then if I say like, why are you commenting on the Daily Mail? You failed at life. Like, please get a grip of yourselves people are like oh it bothers you so much I'm like it doesn't bother me I just think you're a twat thanks Ugh. for taking the time matey but we appreciate it but fuck off don't listen to us okay if you don't like it don't leave us shitty reviews we only want the good ones okay dude right moving on <laughs> we've had some nice emails and this one has caught my attention talk to me from Jamie All Right. she says hi 
My partner is always trying to have an affair. He will message other women. He also lies about our relationship and makes out like he does everything when actually he does the bare minimum with regards to housework, shopping, childcare, etc. Mm-hmm. Every time I start to let my guard down, he does it again. Mm. I have a suspicion that he slept with someone else, but no actual proof. We have a son together too, and I want to set a good example to him. I don't know what to do. Please advise. Oh it's well, really that is that is really sad. Um, I, know. I think what's really sad is the fact that she said my partner's always trying to have an affair. Does he not realise how damn amazing you are? You have had his child. Hello. Also, he's like failing miserably at affairs. He can't even achieve that. I would fuck him off. Well, yeah, it's I mean, hard though. Do you know, it's very easy for me to sit here and say that when you've got a child and obviously there's. You, I assume you're living together. There's like financial stuff going on. It's yeah, but I think. You know, probably in your heart, having sent this email, that it's not right and it's not going to work out. So what I always say is put your ducks in order. Mm-hmm. Start the exit plan. Start your Brexit now. You could probably carry it out more successfully than Brexit's currently being carried out as well. <laughs> but you know that ultimately from sending this email, it's not going to work. He clearly has no respect for you. Um, I think it's important to set a good example to your kids. Well, it is. And I, I admire her for, as you say, it's so difficult, isn't it, when you're in a relationship? Because you, you do think of, of your kiddies and it and it does ramp it up a notch. But at the same time, what, what is reeking to me in this, Jamie, is, babe, where's the self-confidence? Where's I the know. self-esteem? Yeah, like, but after you have a child... Where's your boundaries? You do lose confidence, <clears throat> don't you? Do. You, you, you lose do. sight of who you are. And it takes time. I think it takes a good two years after a baby to build that back up. I think it's so. It's really, really tough. It, it knocks the stuffing out of it, you becoming it does. a mum. Especially your first one. You kind of feel like, who am I? Like, yeah. I don't look like I used to look. I don't act like I used to act. I don't I'm, feel like, like I used to. You feel like to. you're I'm, just an empty vessel oh, of yourself after oh, you have a child. Completely. And I think, as you said, I think, it, and what she says as well, every time I start to let my guard down, um, oh, he no. does it again. So I think, to be honest, but that's horrible, isn't it? Having to then live every day thinking I've got to have yeah. this guard up. So like you say, Lou, I think the fact that Jamie's actually emailed in the first place makes me think that you know there are fundamental issues. What I would say is don't throw in the towel unless you have given it a try. If yeah. It maybe suggests some sort of mediation. But also, he is doesn't seem to be trying. The only thing he's trying to do is shag other people. So, Jamie, I think reset, set in your mind some goals, what you want to achieve, speak to him. And ultimately everyone deserves to be happy mm-hmm. and nobody sh- deserves to affect your emotional moods that much and you have to self-preservation and happiness and your child will know if you're not happy you yeah. know they're such intuitive little people they really are work out yeah work out and t- ask yourself and tell yourself what you are prepared to accept and what you're not and don't I mean there is a bit of you know give and take but at the same time it sounds it sounds like you're doing an awful lot of the giving and he's he's taking the piss yeah so literally yeah and do a happiness scale I did this once so you work out how happy you are with that person so are you like 70% happy and you're willing to put up with 30% or are you like 80% unhappy but the 20% of shimmers of happiness keep you going because that's not right you should be I think in a relationship happy like 90% of the time yeah so Jamie well listen best of luck I think you just need to yeah have a big conversation I think you need to lay the smack down with him as well and just go look do you know what dude this is what I am (laughs) lay the smack down down. this is what I'm prepared don't deal drugs Jamie oh yeah not the drugs bit (laughs) as in like I think just this is what I'm prepared to accept and this is what I'm not either shape up or get out and I think I think just get a bit it'll be interesting to know how old your child is Jamie because I think as they start to get older you start to rebuild yourself more 
Mm. Um, we've had another one from Claire, haven't we, Anna? Uh, we have. Hi, Anna and Louisa. Loving the podcast. Thanks. Um, it gets me through the shitty housework. <laughs> See, there you go. Another woman that's having to do the housework. Um, I-, I was just wondering what your opinion is on children having iPhones. Ooh. <laughs> my daughter has just started year five. So that's... How old is year five? Nine. Nine. Turning, oh, yeah. Not turning ten. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, there are kids coming out of class with iPhones in their hands and bragging that they have iPhones. I mean, Mental. what the F do nine to ten-year-olds need with iPhones? Now I'm getting questions from her when she's getting an iPhone. I'm like, sorry, love, I won't be getting you one anytime soon because it's absolutely ridiculous. Here, here. Yes. Um, such a sound state of affairs when my daughter, who lives a good life, feels inadequate just because she hasn't got one. I've said that when she starts high school, she will have a phone, but she won't be getting a brand new iPhone until she can afford to buy her own. Excellent. Exactly. I feel that kids should be allowed to be bloody kids and not sitting on a device which provides no benefit whatsoever, in my opinion. No wonder half the country are fat and children <laughs> being diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. Wow, she's going there. Kids should be Go outdoors. I know. It's, did you write I this, Lou? I agree with I think Claire. Louisa, I think Louisa, the kids should be outdoor, getting messy, looking for conkers, getting involved in sport, playing an instrument, playing dolls, and something away from technology and social media. Oh, I could honestly go on for hours about this. Interested to know what your thoughts are. Keep up the runs. Lots of love, Claire. Claire, I could have written this. Uh, to be fair, I kind of think Lou did write this and just, <laughs> and just basically stuck the name Claire with it. Uh, did you write this? Um, I could have done, no, but no, I didn't. Um, it's But it is tricky, isn't it? I mean, you've got Dixie, who has... Uh, Dixie. She's in year four, so she's a um, year younger than your daughter, Claire. And what and are your thoughts on devices and phones? It's with- a no. So Dixie has an iPad that she has when we go on holiday. Her cousin's... Um, one of her cousins is a year older than her um, on her dad's side and he's got Minecraft and I will not let her have it because I googled it and it's kind of I found out it's open to a world you can interact with strangers and stuff um, my opinion on phones is absolutely not until they get to secondary and even when they get to secondary do they need a phone well this is the thing and actually, I don't think no, that they do I don't think they do I'll still be taking Dixie to school yeah when she goes to secondary school. But also, even my now my mum, who I often say, might be being a dinosaur, oh, but I'm actually... To sniff, it's really grim. Keep, Sorry, everyone. Hike it up, babes. <laughs> Everyone's got a cold right now. But even my mum was saying the other day, she, she was genuinely asking me as well this. She went, what is it? Why do kids need a phone? She was like, you didn't need a phone. She was like, you went to school, and if you needed to get hold of us, you went to the school secretary yeah. and said, can you call my mum, please? Or if, you know, we had so much freedom when we were longer, younger. We'd play out, and, you know, you'd reverse charge. Do you remember doing reverse yes! charges? And calling yes. your parents and you'd just be in before dark and it was it's, it's so sad growing up now it, I, I, it makes me really really I sad. agree and I, w- I will try and hold off um, my son Enzo having a phone for as long I mean I know it's probably easy for me to say he's only two but at the same time I, I, f- I have a real issue with it I go into schools quite a lot with my other sort yeah. of hat on to do you know the, the, the kind of counselling work and I, I know schools try and sort of keep them in bags and that kind of thing but again they just, should just be banned they especially be banned. at a primary school you don't need a phone at a primary school where are you going where you're on your own and I think if your child is walking I mean it's different I have to drive Dixie to school but if your child's walking to and from school get them a Nokia phone they don't need a smartphone that's the point they need a phone communication for communication to text and to call exactly that's it and when they get to school the school should be notified that your child has a phone because they're walking to and from they should go in a box and at the end of the day 
they get their phone back and yeah. it's on the battery will last forever there's no need for smartphones there, there really isn't and all it does is exactly um, as Claire has said um, I think she was saying about you know when everybody else has got them that's the, it just opens it wide up for she, comparison and then feeling like you're the, the and shadow she says that can't exactly, afford one she says my daughter lives a good life and feels inadequate because she hasn't got an iPhone now she's feeling inadequate because she hasn't got one wait till she's got one and there's all the frigging social media malarkey around it well but all that's doing as well on a parent is placing that huge um, that pressure on being yeah. able to afford one. They're bloody expensive. I know. The you heard about I've got, the new one. Well, yeah, but even the one I've got now, right? This I didn't pay for this outright. I can't remember if I did or not. I think it's on a contract. She it. But it's an eight hundred. <laughs> th- it's an eight hundred pound. I eight hundred pounds on an yeah, iPhone. But kids, they want like so much shit these days. Mm. It's just, everything is just too expensive. Anyway, this leads us nicely on. Yeah, we, in, in answer to Claire, we say, Claire, stitch your guns on this one. Yes. Just it, just talk to her and try and explain it. Just hold it back as and best also, you can. And also, don't negotiate with terrorists, okay? Your kids are our children and you are the adult. And you say what goes and they go along with it. And sorry, tough shit if they get upset about it. But that's Shrewder. the way it is. Um, I'm with I'm you. just all these parents that are so freaking mamby-pamby and blackmailed by their children. Anyway, if you want to get in touch with us, please email us at looselipspod at gmail.com. And following on nicely from your email, Claire, we are talking about a new show this week called The Circle yeah, now of the, Doom. This, <laughs> it's not actually called The Circle of Doom. So, yeah, it's this new reality show. Um, it, it, loads of loads of press. I mean, Channel 4 must be delighted. Really? I just bury my head in the sand. I don't read anything online. Do you know what? But that's... I literally couldn't... I, I rely on all of you to tell me what's going on in the world. But this is why I love Lulu's world. Because I do. But, it is the Lulu. I just live in, like, the clouds, I think. You do, well, it's quite refreshing, actually. I mean, I part of my day-to-day job is knowing about all this crap. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just used to it. It's kind of my habit for years now, working in sort of daytime radio and telly, is to read the news. But yeah, so The Circle, um, this brand new reality TV show, if you haven't seen it, um, it's where contestants are housed in one apartment block. I wonder, I wonder where that is, that apartment block. Um, but they're living yeah, separately. I wonder if it's in London. It, yeah. Um, no, it'd be too expensive in London. They couldn't have got a whole apartment block, could they? I don't think it's a whole apartment block, because when you look at the image on the show... There looks like there's other apartments there, and then they've just put a circle round. Yeah, the balconies the that have got plants ten. on it are the yeah, ones. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I noticed. Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, so there, so but so each person um, lives in an individual apartment, where they're only able to communicate by talking on a, a social media device called the Circle, which is basically like a massive iPad on the wall, which yeah. you have to then talk your messages. And it's some essentially por- a giant WhatsApp group. Yeah, basically, and some poor intern is somewhere tapping away those <laughs> ruddy like, messages. Who is this poor person <laughs> typing all this shit out? My God, they do speak a load of shit. Send message emoji. This it's quite. Um, I think it's quite boring. I, it, I, uh, well, so. but they can make up who they are. So one of them's a bloke pretending to be a woman. He's like probably going in for the catfish. Massive thing. and is a fake he's a picture of his girlfriend, I think. Picture of his he? girlfriend. And one of them now I I only caught onto this um when I was watching it the, the the next night after it had been on. Isn't one I don't know if she is a doctor or she's not a doctor. She's, she's pretending. pretending to be a cancer doctor. And then I think she She's pretending to be a children's oncology doctor, which is basically a a, a pediatric cancer. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a bit fucking wrong, sick. Isn't it? I'm I mean, sorry, that's not normal. It's a bit wrong. If you're going to come up with a fake profile, I think one a little more tasteful, perhaps, would be more appropriate. Maybe she just wants to be really heroic and have everyone think she's such a good person. When really, she's a sick fuck. Who lies about being a kid's cancer doctor? Yeah, that, that 
that's dark i'm sorry to me that is just so dark people are so fucked up in the head there i mean i got the tube here this morning i was just looking at all the crazies thinking like what the fuck's happened in the world yeah get me back to my countryside (laughs) get me back to my lulu's world honestly it's i mean that that's not right Well, she did, would she have passed the psych test? That's weird to me. Well, it, well, that is interesting, actually. I mean, I wonder if the producers knew what their game plans were before they went in, or they were allowed just to turn and then up this and this other they one. Why is it. he pretending to be a girl? Very well, odd. Because well, yeah, because they, they've been having these sort of datingy type type sort of lovey chats, haven't they? But he the, obviously wants the drama. Completely he wants, wants to win the, the 50 grand well this is it so it's the winner with the mo- this is why it's been quite controversial in the press because the winner takes with the most likes takes home £50,000 um, but as Lou was just saying the, the profiles are totally made up by them um, and they can of course present themselves however they want now do we know do the contestants well, I suppose they do know, don't they? Because if they've been told that they can be ever whoever they want, they obviously will know that other yeah, people can do the same thing. Yeah, but they don't seem to be doubting the other people, which is interesting. They don't, they? Do they literally are taking it, like, face value. Like, oh, yeah, that is who they say they are. Not thinking, well, we're lying. So perhaps they're... I mean, one of the girls, she actually seems really lovely and she's got her baby with her. I like her. I like her, but she hasn't said she's got a little baby there. And I wonder she why. didn't choose a picture with her baby and yeah it's very big brother meets black mirror meets catfish now i love catfish i haven't actually really seen that i do like catfish it? it's very interesting do we think this show is working because i mean so many people have been backlashing saying that it's it's kind of everything that's wrong with social media it's and tapping into yeah. mental health issues with and the fake personas and is that healthy or is this the whole point of the show perhaps that it is highlighting and perhaps it is almost in a backhanded way educating saying like, this is this bullshit, is, this is what bullshit. You see? i mean i have got friends that I love in real life and I fucking hate their social media. I absolutely, if I only saw their social media, I would not be their friend. I wouldn't, honestly. It's only because I know these people Mm. in real life. And I just want to say to them, what the fuck is wrong with you online? Like, I pride myself on a very honest like I can confirm unfiltered social Louisa media like exactly. it's not bullshit I mean no. what Same. you see is Same. what you get and if anything I feel to mine to not be as showy perhaps as I could be because I'm really aware um you know like and I, I almost go the other way with it because I, make myself I, like, ta-da. Ta-da. I mean don't get me wrong I mean let's be honest there are days when I'm like oh my god I do not want to stick that up on Instagram yeah, you obviously know, I won't because I like look a really chick, but but most, most of the time, time I do. Same. I same. just I'm not, but that is what I look like. I don't people meet me in the street. They're gonna be like, "What the fuck? Yeah. Who's she?" Not so. <laughs> but it's I'm just sw- I swear too much. It's Sorry. being real, and it's just being it's just being honest. But I think uh, if I was so everyone that was sort of saying, and I and I do think you know the whole point of this is to get more likes, is to then earn a load of money. That whole message does morally stink, in my opinion. However, yeah. if I ha- if my my boy was old enough to to understand it. I would make him watch that is as a um, as almost lesson. like a lesson, an educational thing, and to say, yeah. look, watch this. You what never do you know think who of it? You're speaking That's to. it. So when we're trying to educate our kids about grooming, cyber safety, and that ho- trying to hammer home that message yeah. that, like you said, with Dixie, if she goes on Minecraft, she's opened out to this whole new yeah. st- who the hell's out there. Is to say that's the whole point. That dude who's actually pretending to be a woman, that could be anybody. And, and then the trust gets built. This is how children get groomed, essentially. Completely, trust gets built up. 
this is grooming. They think that they know someone and then you actually don't. Yeah. But also, I have people like that that I speak to on Instagram. So there's this one girl who I really like. You might follow her. She's called Ultimate Girl Gang. Her real name's Liv. You've told me about her. I I really like her. I like her Instagram. She lives in the Cotswolds and I'm going to the Cotswolds soon and we're going to meet up. But she could kill me. I mean, that is quite risky. I'm sure she won't. But literally, so I'm even guilty of that, like befriending someone on social media that... Next month, I happen to be in the Cotswolds and she lives there. And I said, oh, I'm like around. I'm staying over. Do you want to meet up? And she was like, yeah, of course I do. Can you meet in a public place, please? We are. We're going to meet at Soho Farmhouse. Okay, well, there you go. That, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's fairly public. She's right up my street. <laughs> but, yeah, so, but so I am guilty of that, I suppose. Mm. And you do feel like you know people. I mean, people feel like they know me from my social media. Mm-hmm. And actually, you only see... What I want you to see. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the other thing. So, yeah, and, you that's, know. and that's why recently I've been trying to be a, be a bit more... I mean, I am very honest and transparent in the stuff is I put since up. you're hanging out with me? Yeah, babes. Yeah, babes, <laughs> exactly. But interestingly, because I first started, my, in particular, my I'm quite new to Instagram, actually. Um, but this is why it's really... First of all, problems and all that. But... I can't change. So I started out my Instagram. Oh, yeah. Life as, as a, coaching, I know, Anna. which is which I hate because. But it was because I first started out my Instagram as as, a, as an aside for my other business, which is my yeah. therapy side business, to post kind of you know inspirational, motivational type stuff. That's um, all a load but then, of bullshit. But <laughs> okay, inspirational quotes, my arm. I hate that stuff. People post shit like that really gets my go. <laughs> you and like, this that. Instagram quote is not going to save your life. Okay, <laughs> you need to sort your shit out and stop looking on Instagram. Get a grip of your life and get out into the real world people some people do anyway do now you're ver- i know what you're gonna say now you're verified you can't change your name can't change my name <laughs> yeah. see i'm not verified and i haven't chased i probably could get verified i assume but um oh, yeah. yeah i would be able to but i just i'm not that bothered about being verified no. actually on instagram no and i didn't and i just Doesn't found bother. in it just my I twitter just, got verified i didn't even know that was gonna happen no same same they just i didn't they just i didn't decided. ask they, i think they did go, instagram just decide to verify yeah. you it just randomly verified. I wonder why they haven't verified me. I don't Obviously, know. I'm just not important enough. You are, darling. More you social are. media affecting my self esteem. <laughs> I can't yeah. remember I was even going with that though. Anyway, but anyway. Um, I can't remember I was going with the with the whole social media side of things. But oh yeah, that was it. So, but but it is about I think you do show a certain side to yourself because some people say to me, oh, but you're because I as we know I have a very well publicised. Um, issues with panic attacks and anxiety and stuff from over the years and people say but you're always probably so making it worse on social media you're posting about probably yeah. <laughs> yeah no it does actually help <laughs> but, but people say well but you're always so happy and bubbly and sunny and i'm like well but you don't see the dark days yeah. because those aren't the days i want to shove my phone in my face and that's yeah. not being i'm not not being honest it's just i'm you looking after it. myself yeah. and i don't want to put myself out there um i do a little bit actually yesterday i funny enough i was on a tube and i struggle with tubes at the moment um, but yeah, it is very interesting. But I think that's the whole point with this particular show. We're yet to know how it's going to actually go down. Yeah. It's not gripping me into watching it, but it's, I might it's boring. My, it is bo- It's quite boring to watch because essentially it just is people. It's like who people are talking to a computer and di- then saying press send, and one of them is 
oh annoyingly over that guy the g- oh my god oh he guy. is just so plays up the campness and yeah. it's just so 1997 we're like over the whole camp oh my god i'm gay yeah big deal no one cares like whatever he's a little much oh he's but i'm championing much. i'm championing the woman with the baby we like I, baby lady yeah she's we? she's fab and she's so i think cute. the jury's i mean what do you think of the circle are you enjoying it do you think it's a load of crap um are you are you sort of seeing it like i'm seeing it now when i first heard about it i was like this is horrific people are winning money based on how many likes they get this is everything that is wrong with the world yeah. but now I'm seeing it as a actually this is a really They're good throwing way it back. Yeah, of highlighting actually how faceless social yeah. media can actually be so what are your thoughts let us know looselipspod at gmail.com we will be back with more chat after this hey I'm Emma Coney Bear the host of Match of the Bay podcast now this podcast is not about football it's all about the players we're not talking about the tactics. It's all about this. It's captions like, oh, to wake up on a day when there's a sun. And it's like, oh, that's cute. And then it's like, no, every day the sun exists. If it didn't, we would die. So I replicated his header and um, it all went wrong because I knocked myself out with the football. Abamayang. 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 See? You guys. Hey, Arsenal, you owe me for that chant, mate. Now you can find Match of the Bay on Acast and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. So if you want to, search Match of the Bay and that's B-A-E. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Um, okay, so you are listening to Loose Lips with Louisa Zisman and Anna Williamson. Um, we've been talking about The Circle, haven't we, Lou? The new yeah. Channel 4 reality show. Based around social media, popularity contests. Now, just tapping back to The Circle and what Claire mentioned earlier in her email to us, children and social media. Mm, kiddies having phones, kids being on social media. 
what are your thoughts on that now we wouldn't we thought this is quite interesting one to talk about yeah. because lou because you mentioned because when we when we when we, pl- we plan our podcast we actually you, plan we, this we actually do plan this podcast <laughs> a little bit um we were saying you know we will we look at what the top topics are and, yeah. and, and what our thoughts are on that obviously to 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 bring them to you and um louisa you were saying that you get a lot of people that constantly ask you why don't you why? show yeah i don't put my children's social media i used to mm. put dixie on um probably until she's eight now so probably until she was six mm. i did a photo shoot with her when i was pregnant with indy and since then i oh sorry i kind of well i don't put her on anymore two reasons one some weird pedo left a really horrific comment under a picture which um, interestingly enough also different person but my friend also not particularly in the public eye she's got a a decent following but a weirdo pedo also commented on one of her children which is even more scary because she's not in the public eye and it just really makes you go who the hell is looking at these pictures of my children um so that's one reason i stopped sharing Dixie and the other is because people she's got massive eyebrows like her mother I mean look at mine I'm going after this to get them threaded it's our first time we're on camera and I've got horrific eyebrows like (laughs) slugs so anyway and the other thing was she's got her mother's eyebrows and people were like being mean about her eyebrows and I was like oh that's so mean so another reason why I took her off and thirdly actually my husband is exceptionally private he doesn't even want me to say what he's had for breakfast for instance he absolutely despises social media um, interestingly, though, he is considered a tech entrepreneur, which is very interesting. Mm. Um, but absolutely hates social media. Won't let me put um, any of the kids on it. And right. I'm on board with that, to be honest with you. I-, I just think the risks are so great on so many different levels. But my main thing is people looking at your pictures of your children and you do not know who's looking. And people go, oh, well, my profile's private. And you do let people in, though, to your private private profile i know people who have got private profiles and they just tend to accept people that have a quick look and then accept and Mm. again back to the catfishing back to the circle Mm. you may think that they look similar to you a nice mum of two on their profile is that a mum of two or is it some bloody old bloke jacking off to the cute picture you just put up Ew. of your children in the bath yeah like this is real you are exposing your children to serious dangers and it's just see you're not going to put pictures of Enzo up no well do you know what it's so bad honestly you don't think it because you don't think that way when you're when you're not that way inclined actually you I didn't know you were going to say all this and it's actually no but in a really good way it makes you really really think do you need to share that picture so many people put pictures of their children up would you put them in a room for the paedophiles no no. So why would you put them on the internet in front of millions? Yeah, and actually, you just wouldn't. The way you've and that, I think what's interesting is because you have had an experience of of those reactions yeah. as someone making a comment. I've only ever once had, um, I've never had a comment about Enzo. So I mean, in stark contrast to Louisa, um, I I post pictures of Enzo, my son. But in, but interestingly, and and why do I do that? Because so when I first had him, I I was so against it. I was like, I am never gonna I know and if anyone I'm sure you don't but you know if you look yeah. back from when I first had him it was all very much the back of his head shots you know yeah. me holding I'd, him I sometimes will put back of head up of that's the kids it or, or blow the face yeah but 
but then and I was really and I made a real thing to my family and my friends when I had him I said I do not want anybody putting a photograph of him up yeah. on, on Facebook uh, you know just family and friends yeah. I said you might think I'm being controlling but that's just the way I am he's my he's my baby yeah. and I will and decide and you're the what, one to share yeah, it yeah I'm the one to share it yeah. and everyone really respected that and they still do actually but then and, and my husband was really against it too and then and it's why it's quite interesting because I'm thinking so what actually and I don't know the answer what what has Same. happened and has changed and I, I think it's you the, fall in love with that little that's person that's what it is and, and I'm so proud of him that's yeah. it and, you show, and I think because I've done over the and then I, I wrote my, my it, what did it actually I think I do know when I wrote my second book Breaking Mum and Dad which is all about parenting obviously I was doing quite a lot of press around yeah. that so they quite rightly they were like can we have a photo yeah. in the telegraph or something yeah. with, with you and your son and it obviously added colour to, yeah. to the story and it makes uh, it more personal makes more, more relatable personal because it, you know, there Dixie I am Dixie is in my book that, she's in my cookery book that, it. So there's a whole thing of me and Dixie in there that's it so it, it for the circumstances it made sense and yeah. I was like because I talk so much about me having struggles with bonding with Enzo first yeah. of all picture of me holding him smiling I obviously. actually do like him yeah yeah, it, it, yeah exactly you know loving my little boy here he is so when those when those articles came out I would then repost them on social yeah. media and that is actually the turning point so then I would you know and then, then you think well that's out there it's out there now so then so then but then it has crept out and, and what it is as well if I'm ever messing around on stories and Enzo loves, yeah. he, he pokes his head round. He tries it, to do that, this it's is so it. hard. So hard, he's obsessed with his own face, like his mother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and, uh, and so he's playing on it. But then but then you actually have given me food for thought today because if anybody, and, it, and I, God, I hope not, but if I'd ever received a message like you had that is of disgusting paedophilic yeah. explicit nature towards my son I would shut that down yeah. instantly and no one would ever see but and just because they're not saying it on doesn't your doesn't mean they're not thinking doesn't it doesn't mean they're not thinking and it you don't know what comes back to haunt you I've had friends that have been sacked from jobs a friend um, of my husband she used to be a page three girl then solicitor got found out sacked from the job like I have missed out on opportunities because of the lads bags that I've done before right. everything that you put on the internet is there forever and it come back it will come back it to haunt you. It does. One other problem I have with it, though, when it does come to the social media sharing, is so I was in a toddler group this week, and I go to a, take take Enzo yeah. to a toddler group, and it's really lovely. The dream. The, the dream. <laughs> um, yeah. But and we go swimming as well. He goes to a swimming club as well at the weekend. The dream. The dream. Um, but <laughs> the changing room. <laughs> oh God. But you you often have to sign a disclaimer, obviously, and do your yeah. terms and conditions. And you often, and I'm sure any parents that are listening as well, it, any of these clubs you do get asked about in, in our in our kids' nursery. Yeah. I'm sure you get it with with, yeah. the, with the girls at nursery. Oh, do you let you know? Do you tick a box that we can share photos? This this toddler group, interestingly. So this, and I, again in in swimming, in particularly, I'm yeah. absolutely no. No one is to take photos of him or share them. But I was in toddler group, and the the woman that was running it, I noticed um, was, and I haven't signed anything or ticked anything at this. Club, particular class say yes or no was taking photos of the children and uh, and Enzo was doing a little activity and doing it really nicely and I can see from her point of view she's completely innocent and she's thinking this is great he's loving my activity and she was snapping away and I got and I didn't know what to do because you feel uncomfortable because you don't want to look like a bitch I don't want to bust her balls man but at the same time I'm thinking this is my son what the hell are you doing photographing my son so I I have actually said privately to her I said um you know, can I just make it clear? You know, I, personally, I I don't like yeah. anything of my son being put on any social media. Um, but equally, she should have asked permission. She should have asked. She should have asked I permission. And I think she did. It was just in the moment. So I I was on holiday earlier this year, and randomly at the same place, um, a really really big YouTube couple were there, oh, yeah. and they've got 
like a million followers each, two million followers two million followers each and they were doing all the frigging stories and my kids were in the background of their story now my kids are quite distinctive two of them are ginger um like bright red so you can and people knew i was at that resort as well and i had lots of messages saying well do you know that these people are there as well and blah blah blah. and after he posted this story i had so many messages into the hundreds of people that had seen my kids on his story saying oh i just want to let you know um he's done this video and your kids are in the background because they were all at this kid's disco party and i think that he's got a responsibility as someone that has such a big following like you know triple what i've got to to protect other people's children you might want to sell your kids to the frigging devil but i don't so did you say anything no i didn't and oh actually i think i did i said oh a few people messaged me and but i didn't make a massive deal of it but i was pissed off and it's rather unusual for me not to go crazy but he didn't mean to do it and probably anyone else's kids it wouldn't have mattered because no one knows them but I, it was annoying because I don't put my kids on, so don't you? Well, I think that's it. When you work so hard to control that and yeah. someone else embraces it. But I think it's a really interesting point. And I have to say, um, you've given me some more food for thought see, today about it. Probably no, you, people listen. So if I have, let me know if you have now listened to me and changed your mind. Please email us at looselipspod at gmail.com. And this leads into a whole nother discussion, which we're probably running out of time for, about when you let your kids have phones. Should you monitor your kids' social media? Or is that an invasion of privacy? Nope. I'm, yeah, no. No way. When they're a child, they're a child and they need to be monitored and you need to know what they're doing and who they're talking to. It's bad enough as an adult and having social media. They can media. have a diary. Like, I'd never read my child's diary, yeah. but that's so different to an Instagram, Facebook account. And actually, people don't realise Instagram and Facebook have age limits on. I think it's mm-hmm. 13. 13, yeah. There is a reason why those age... And I, I, I think... There's a reason why there's an age limit, people. Yeah. Um, so let us know. Yeah, let us know what you think about social media and kids and sharing photos or videos or not at all. Do you think we're talking out of our backs? Size or, but interesting, or there's that article recently, one in four teenage girls, so 25% of girls are now self-harming mm-hmm. and they're putting it down to social media, um, thinking what is beautiful and normal and it's not what you see. It's heavily filtered. It's heavily bollocks. It is, it is a load of it's bollocks. bollocks. It is. It really, really And I always me. love it when, not love it, but I think it's really interesting when it happens quite a lot now, big Instagram stars or, or models that they, they, unfortunately for them, and I feel desperately sorry for them, they've they've, they've come out that they've mm. experienced crippling um, self-esteem issues and depression as a result of their social media and they've admitted that that perfect selfie on a it's beach has taken 85,000 yeah. times to get it right, right in inverted commas um, yeah, and so the effect it is amazing yeah, it's, but it's, all, it's just a load of bullshit and it just it really annoys me actually I don't know why I'm and then, going to go and quit. I mean, I mean, I will just say that Louise and I will be on social media <laughs> pl- plugging the absolute heck out of this podcast. But hey, we are being, you know... It we, has a place. It, ha- it has a place, Lou. It has a place. As do you and your rants. So as we bring <laughs> this week's Loose Libs podcast to a close, here it is. What's it going to be? It is... Louise's rant of the week. Do, 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 do. do you know what has been annoying me? And I'm guilty of this. I'm going to put my hands up and say I'm guilty of this. Shitty friends. Ooh. Let's talk about shitty friends. Friends out of habit as well. So I have some friends, and I've been really conscious now, actually, not to bother with my shit friends because I just feel like, well, they're shit. They don't contact me. I'm not going to keep going out my way continually to get in touch with them. I only want to be friends with people when it's a reciprocal friendship. So this has led to me probably losing a few friends. Okay. 
and also me being conscious of being a shitty friend now I would say that I do a lot for my friends but do I maybe they think I'm a shitty friend but just generally like friends that I've had for years and Mm. then I just think you never fucking contact me you never want to know we do these amazing parties at our house they always want to be at the fucking parties they never they come they take we never get an invite back they never say what you doing do you want to go out for dinner even how are you what's up I feel like some of my friends I'm always chasing 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 them and you know what I'm not fucking chasing anymore Mm. you either want to know me or you don't and that is my thing this week. Shitty friends. Now, I have been a shitty friend sometimes. In what way? How I would you know say what, you've been so a So one friend? of my friends had a baby three months ago and I only just met the baby like two weeks ago. But I, you see, and I have a worry that I'm a shitty friend to one of my best mates um, because I, I, and it's not because I mean to be, I genuinely don't mean to be, but because, and it, this is such a crap excuse, Come but on, it's a real me. one. Well, <laughs> just life. You know, I have a child now and, and she hasn't yet. She, she, um, she Yeah, and then you get the demand friends so I had this one friend who didn't work had a child the same age as mine um but she was so fucking demanding like she was my girlfriend I was like dude I have a husband I have a child I have I had three businesses at the time don't put your demands on me like I'm in a relationship with you like friendship is meant to be easy and I get that but also it comes to a point where you're just friends with people as well out of habit because you've known them for so long now I'm not particularly like that I'm literally still speak to two girls I went to school with that is it and I really have no problem with like going through seasons of friends and being like you know what that person at that point in my life has been really important to me and really special but my life's moved on their life's moved on we've gone in different directions we don't have to keep trying to come back together for old time's sake so here's cut them off well i was gonna say here's the thing so how do you and i actually get asked this in in my other capacity um so what would you say then is how do you so say you do have a friendship that yeah. you feel is more out of habit and and nostalgia than anything else what is your advice for that do you just depart well do you ghost or do you just gradually ease back i would gradually ease back but a couple of my friends, I lost my... It sounds like she died. I did feel like she died, what? to be honest with you. My very, very best friend completely, like, betrayed me on my hen It was awful. We what? had a big argument. It was so bad. I still, like... I get upset about this she then was not my bridesmaid and I've never spoken to her since my Hindu so I completely did ghost her after but I just couldn't get over the hurt and betrayal that um, I'm sure she's got a different version of offence I did grab her by the neck and throw her out of our hotel room okay. after she literally verbally abused me for about 45 minutes and then I was done don't be afraid that if friendships do just sort of run their course yeah. I think recognise it just get it. rid well or, and, or also <laughs> shape up when you feel yeah. like you need to shape up it's like being completely honest this I'm sitting here now thinking this particular like, friend oh of mine, I am a shitty friend I am probably a bit of a shitty well do you know what I'm a bit of a shitty friend but not intentionally it's just and I know it's a crap excuse but it is a real one I'm just really bloody busy I know busy. life gets in the way well, and it does it's difficult because if someone rings you, and, you yeah. know, when it wants sort of 5 o'clock between 5 and 7.30 oh, yeah, it's just, just wipe don't out me. don't just, even try and speak to me yeah, between I, those I, hours yeah I can't pick up the phone and then and it, and it is really difficult um, but I think as you say but I, I'm, I'm learning from today as well the friends that do really matter as well um, I'm going to stop being a shitty but my right is just with the shitty ones that don't have kids that like just can't be asked one of my other friends she's like oh I've got loads of friends like that I don't really actually know or like or relate to anymore just need to like get rid that's just someone you know move on exactly but it's hard when you've had such a good relationship with someone and you kind of look back like nostalgic like oh we used to have such a good time well now you don't so fuck them off yeah anyway that's it good rant 
I'm loving the rant. <laughs> so shitty friends. I've learned a lot. I've learned, I've learned a lot today. I'm supposed to be the bloody agony on, and yet Lou this week has actually mm. taught me to stop putting my son on social media <laughs> and to stop Scared being a shitty friend. Up. There you go. Um, but that is it. That is it for another week. Thank you so much for listening. We love Thank all your you. lovely comments. Do get in touch with us. You can email us at looselipspod at gmail.com. Tweet or Instagram us. Use the hashtag hashtag looselipspod, and you can at us as well at Louisa Zisman and at Life Coaching by Anna. Which I hate that. Hand- but I can't change it because it's blue ticked um, and do not forget to rate us five stars um, we won't have it any other way because Lou basically starts throwing chairs and stuff um, <laughs> if you would like to write us a, a, a lovely review we would um, we if would, you don't and you want to be like that grumpy oh can we find grumpy man if we got time for we'll him? find grumpy man but if you'd like to write us a review thank you we will pay you in wine and chocolate um, and please do subscribe to the podcast as well it's very important so other people can join the loose lips can family I- just say, oh, go on. Grumpy man. Here we go. Here we go. Review of the week. Ludisto. His name is. Now Google Ludisto. What is that? Maybe it's some freaking. Right, so his name is Ludisto. Now I'm giving you your five minutes here, Ludisto. Right. You gave us one star. So you are my twat of the week. <laughs> you have put disproportionate ratings for hollow content. This is the third time I've tried to post this review. So he's very, very persistent in hating us. Wow. The last two didn't appear. That's because we delete them, you bastard. That is commitment, That's actually. commitment. This Thanks. is how much effort this guy has gone to to tell us that we are dickheads. When I chanced on this podcast, it had 376 ratings with an overall rating of 5 out of 5. Amazing, Anna. High five, baby. Thank you to all of you. We love you. There were 56 reviews. I mean, he is invested in this. Dude, you have really looked you into really us. You really need Thanks. to get a life. And there were 56 reviews. Of those reviews, two had one-star ratings and 54 had five-star ratings. Those 54 people Thank have you. brilliant taste. Um, this all seemed questionable, especially after listening to the only episode so far to find that the ratings do indeed far exceed the quality of the content. Oh, right. Well, clearly you are wrong because you're in the minority. I expect you're in the minority on a lot of things in life, though. There's nothing wrong with people chatting on a podcast, but there's nothing of substance here. (gasps) I have been told I have no substance. He's probably right, to be honest, Lou. Um, If you like loose women, on which unqualified people with coffee break wisdom, I'm pleased that you think we have a little bit of wisdom, discuss topical matters and ultimately contribute nothing worthwhile (laughs) to wider social debate you might like this because that's all it is the disproportionately high ratings for such this is the word we had to google philodoxical amplosity brilliant might be from people who confuse idle musings for intelligent commentary or from friends of the presenters well everyone is our friend you are all our friends and let me tell you what this means oh get the thing up for me thank you you. i mean i would i would actually like to thank this man for taking such time so much time in us i mean clearly he wants to have sex with us i mean and he's doing that whole like hates us but loves us but hates us um, thing i mean you do when you're in middle school this is the thing we have never professed to be giving you intelligent conversation (laughs) ever we do not we do not claim that we do not claim that or market ourselves we're just a couple of chances chatting shit every monday basically yes um so ampelocity means literary pretentious (laughs) turgid or bombastic 
fantastic use of language. Mr. Bombastic. Very fantastic. I still don't really know what it means, even after that dictionary thing. But thanks for investing so much time. But please don't leave us reviews. We'll feature the nice ones as well. So if you want your five minutes, don't give us a one star because we're not reading this out every week. Or the twat of the week is just for this week only. Because <laughs> I don't want to encourage more people to be twats of the week. <laughs> on that note. Just shot ourselves in the foot there. I know, we probably have actually bring on the one star reviews. No. Um, guys, you are amazing. Lulu, have a top week. Have a good week. Yeah, you too. And we will be back next Monday. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Hi, I'm Anna Williamson from Breaking Mum and Dad, the podcast. If you haven't listened to my series yet, please do come on in. It is all about parenting from an emotional and mental health perspective. And believe me, we delve deep into the real, honest feelings, warts and all. You know, the problem is, I think so many people are so scared, including myself, of sometimes showcasing those dark days because the immediate reaction is, is he safe to be a father? So please do subscribe. Come on board. It's Breaking Mum and Dad, the podcast with me, Anna Williamson, and all of my very, very special guests. You can access it on Acast, your Apple Podcasts, or however else you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.